Hey mama, and welcome to the Lovely Life Podcast. I'm Amy, a wife, mother, and registered nurse turned spiritual entrepreneur who learned the hard way the detrimental effects of living out of alignment with who you truly are. It is now my deepest passion to build awareness for women everywhere that anxiety and overwhelm does not have to be the driver of your motherhood journey. It is my mission to empower you that you can do it all by letting go of the shoulds, letting go of the control, and becoming a master of trust and of your own energy. It is my sincerest belief that every woman was put on this earth to do incredible things, no matter what that looks or feels like for her. Join me as I share more about my personal experience with all things motherhood, spiritual growth, and human design, and how I am using it all to help not only myself, but women just like me take back their peace and power in their life, career, and relationships. Let's do this, Mama. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. So, oh my goodness, I have some announcements to make. So much has happened since I recorded today's episode. So today's episode is a guest episode interview with the amazing Natasha, who is a psychic medium mentor for female entrepreneurs, otherwise known as the hot mess medium. And oh my goodness, I cannot wait for you to listen to today's episode. But before I dive in and before we get to the juice of today, I want you to know what's going on in my world. So literally last week after I interviewed Natasha, I mean, behind the scenes, I've, I've been working with a mentor for the last three, four months. Um, and something that has just kept resurfacing, you know, if you follow me on social media, I'm probably going to sound like I'm rambling, first of all, because yeah, I, this has just been a coming to fruition type of a, a, a situation that's been happening, um, a bit of a rebirth, if you want to call it. And that's literally what it's been because over the past few months of working with my mentor of going even deeper into my own alignment and getting even clearer on who I am here to serve, who I am, I, I, I cannot, I like literally just cannot go forward. I feel like as my old self, I don't, you know, that's something that we don't realize is like everything every change in our life, um, every, you know, new career, new job, new relationship, um, children, all of these things, like we shift into new ways of being. We, we, our identity changes, right? And where we get resistant and where we create, um, get ourselves stuck and create that resistance is when we don't realize that, when we don't acknowledge that have awareness around it and we don't move with it we that's where we we essentially cock block ourselves um from really feeling how we want to feel from owning our power from 
attracting in what we really want the the money the love the success the satisfaction um the peace everything is when we don't listen to the calls when we don't listen to the nudges follow our intuition and when we don't do that work of protecting our energy cleaning up our energy um and allow ourselves to grow so i am no longer um going to be calling this the lovely life podcast (laughs) i am no longer the lovely life tribe um i feel like i've officially cut cords with all of the old you know stuff that i have had fear around letting go and moving beyond from with my first business as a health and fitness coach I am now the boss mama. I am the boss mama. And I, what I feel like the boss mama means to me is women fucking owning their power. Women understanding that you can be fully in your power and still be fully, you know, balanced in your feminine. Because this is what I know. I know that most women... Contrary to what we may think, I believe that most women are struggling with balancing their masculine and feminine energy. They're struggling with control, with people-pleasing, with, you know, their worthiness, which comes from so much of the wounded masculine and the wounded feminine. You know, I think we rely on our masculine, that control, that doing right? We do, 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 do. And then we wonder why the fuck we're so burned out and why we're so bitter and why we're so like resentful and why we struggle so much with anxiety. It's because we don't allow ourselves support. We don't allow ourselves to receive. We don't allow ourselves to rest. We don't allow that flow. We don't allow that balance, you know, but we don't also know. And so many of us, myself included, don't know how to give that to ourselves because we don't truly know ourselves. And there we are. This is what I'm here to do. I'm here to help the other women like me that are multi-passionate and they want more. They want to be known as more than a mother, you know, just a mom. And for a long time, I thought I, like once I became a stay at home or work from home mom or whatever, that I would be complete. That that would, that was, that was my calling. That's, you know, that would be when everything clicked. And then nothing was more devastating when I became a mother and realized I I craved more. That I felt trapped by, you know, being stuck in um, just the role of being in, in day in, day out of being a mom and a wife. Because I had such a like a pull and a desire in my heart that I was here to serve in in an even bigger way in addition to my family that I love and adore and do every, would do anything for, you know? But I didn't know how to do it all. I didn't know what kept me stuck for so long is because I knew, I didn't know how to hold the energy. I didn't know how to take care of my own energy. I didn't even know where I was sabotaging myself. So it was this just such a 
devastating place to be that I never want anyone else to have to experience. When you know in your soul that you're meant to be a mom, but you also know at the same time that you're meant to do something more in addition and to deny yourself either or would be so painful, but you, you just don't know physically, mentally, emotionally how to do it, how to do it all. That is what I am here to help you with. That is what I do. That is what I've learned is how to mother loving hold it all without sacrificing yourself, without sacrificing your health, without sacrificing your marriage, without sacrificing your peace and your joy with your children, sacrificing your time. (sighs) So I cannot wait. I'm so excited for this year. I'm so excited with where this is going to lead with bringing human design and the power of our subconscious together to make you the powerhouse that you know that you truly are and help you become the master and the boss of your energy and of your life so that you can really truly have everything that you desire and stop feeling like everything is happening to you and realize that everything is happening for you, you are in control, and you don't have to apologize for any of it, okay? So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode, and I will see you on the next Boss Mama podcast. Oh, God. Oh, shoot. It's okay. We'll cancel this out. (laughs) I was just going to say, can we take a moment to like breathe and just ground a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Maybe your listeners are supposed to also do this with us. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'm totally thinking yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, oh. yay. Well, welcome everyone. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Lovely Life podcast. I have a very special guest today. I have Miss Natasha, Natasha mm-hmm. Mack, who is a medium. But she also is not just a medium. There's so many other gifts that she has. And she actually works with women and business owners and entrepreneurs, helping them reconnect with their intuition. And I'm fascinated. I've only known Natasha for a short amount of time. But, you know, if you follow her on social media and if you don't, you will. You must. Hot mess medium. (laughs) She'll introduce herself, I'm sure. But make sure you follow her. You can feel the energy. You can feel that she is truly someone that embodies this. So, yeah, Natasha, first of all, you introduce yourself (laughs) because you can probably better introduce it than I can. But I would love to just for you to share your story and like how it was that you even found out, knew you were a medium. Where did this all begin for you? Oh. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here for the opportunity and um, and for the lovely introduction. I'm so grateful to be here and I love your energy and I I love you so much. When The first time we met, it felt like it wasn't our first time meeting each other. So that's, that's how you know you have a connection with someone. Yeah. So, um, okay, my story. Well, I grew up as a very, very highly sensitive child. I was able to... Uh, see spirits and I had a lot of experiences in the night with spirit not only that though I just knew things about people 
or like I could hear people's thoughts um, that weren't mine. And I just grew up thinking that there was something wrong with me. And like, I didn't really talk out loud about these experiences that I was having because I didn't understand them. I didn't know like what it was, or maybe even a part of me didn't know others didn't experience that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I had a lot of issues with anxiety. I struggled with depression um, from a very young age. And anyways, eventually I ended up getting pregnant at 17 years old. And so I became a teen mom. And that honestly was like a huge catalyst in my life for um, just all of a sudden really deciding that I wanted to be here. And I, I have this like little life that is dependent on me. And I want to be better for her. I want to um, care about life again for her. And so that was like a really significant time in my life. Um, of course, that in addition to also all of the things that come with being a new mom, a teen mom, it was a lot, right? Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, still, of course, had anxiety and just dealt with a lot of insecurity and lack of self-trust i was also just always afraid of what others would think like i was constantly trying to like read the room read the energy of the room and and reading people so obviously my nervous system was really dysregulated and um it's interesting i don't normally tell the story like this but this is how it wants to come through so i'm <laughs> trusting it wants to come through like this for a reason yeah um eventually uh, so my husband was in the military and we just kept having babies. I, I'm a mom of four. <laughs> um, but just kept going. <laughs> we just we just kept having them. Um, <laughs> which is so awesome. Um, you know, I love I love being a mom with so many kids. It's uh it makes life interesting. And um anyways, but once how does this want to go? Um once I had my fourth child, um, that's when like my awakening really started to take place where I started to notice just my abilities and how highly sensitive I was. Um, there was something that happened with um an old friend of mine she she was sharing with me about this experience she had with um her friends they had a medium come over and the medium taught them psychometry which is when you are holding the energy or sorry <laughs> you're reading the energy of an object mm -hmm. that belonged to a past loved one so you're holding the object and you're you're receiving bits and pieces of information um you know through your senses wow. and so she was telling me about this and something was clicking you know when you just hear about something and you're like whoa like yeah. something feels like it's meant for me like mm -hmm. as i'm listening to this so anyways i decided to try it out for myself and it felt like a light switch had been turned on. Like all of a sudden I 
just knew what I was doing. It's like I had been doing this my whole life. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to pay attention to what I know, what I feel, what I see in my mind, right? What I'm hearing. And I was receiving information. All that information ended up being validated by my grandmother. Um, and then I was like, okay, there's something here. So then I practiced the psychometry on a few other objects. Like I asked my sisters, like, yeah. give me an object that I don't know anything about. Like, I don't know anything about the person. Even if you have to ask someone for an object, just don't tell anyone anything. Just give me some objects that I, I could practice on. And I received validation for every single one of them. Wow. It was spot on. There was this one time specifically where I was given a headband to practice on. Okay. A headband of all things. <laughs> so I remember like kids are being crazy in the house. My husband is like wrangling them. You know, it's um, the only time I can have a moment away from all of them because my baby was a baby at the time. Yeah. Get it, you have yeah. to just like do what you gotta do. So I remember yeah. going into the bathroom, locking the door, and just hiding in there. I sat on the toilet seat, like not actually using the toilet. You know what I mean? I'm sitting on the toilet seat. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what I've done. So. <laughs> oh my god. So desperate yeah, I'm sitting time. on desperate the toilet time. seat. Desperate times. Hey, it happens, <laughs> right? And um I'm tuning into this headband and I'm like connecting to who it belongs to, which, you know, obviously a female, well, not obviously, but you know what I mean? In the moment yeah. I was like, okay, this is obviously a female. I could feel that from her essence and everything. And um, I kept hearing the name Brenda. Okay. Mm. And I was like, is your name Brenda? And I kept hearing no. And I'm like, why do I keep hearing Brenda then? So anyways, I'm just writing all this stuff down. And um, of course, a bunch of other information. And anyways, I end up giving this, everything that I picked up on uh, over to, I think it was like my sister's aunt or something, over to the person who it belonged to or who, who yeah, had the headband that had belonged to their friend who had passed on, which I knew nothing about. And Anyways, it turns out her name was not Brenda. That was an inside joke between her and her husband. Like he what? called her that. Yes. Like how the fuck would I have known that? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like tripping balls. Oh, no. I hope we're no, like, you're like fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this just started getting so real and I'm like, okay. There's something to this. And even the times where like it wasn't validated on the spot, it would end oh. up coming. Like I would get a message like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe this. Like it turns out this, that, whatever. And I would just be blown away every time. And I kept like gaslighting myself. Like, is this real? Like, yeah. is this actually real? Is this happening? Yeah. Um, the crazy thing is like, I used to watch, um, you know, What's her name? Oh my God. What's the her blonde name? hair lady? Yes, the blonde yeah. hair lady. Thank you. Yeah. Teresa Caputo. You knew what I was going to say. I used to watch Teresa Caputo and just be like in awe. I know like she's not everyone's favorite. She's not even my favorite, but I love the show. I loved seeing people receive that healing, that validation, that closure. There's something about it that just drew me in. And I was like, wow, like 
how amazing that she has those gifts and that she could provide that for people not realizing like i could do that too like i i used to believe and a lot of people feel this way that only gifted people only the specific chosen ones can do this work no if i could do it literally anyone could do it um <laughs> yeah sorry my dogs are going ape shit in the background so i'm just that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's okay um that doesn't bother me um so yeah anyways eventually i didn't need objects anymore i didn't like need to hold an object spirit was just coming to me mm -hmm. um, and i was able to make some really beautiful connections and uh yeah. yeah and then that led me to offering my services as you know a psychic medium which you know mediumship to me and how I do it as I'm an evidential medium. So that means that I provide these really random, um, unique pieces of evidence of the loved ones. So their appearance, their personality, their favorite things, things that only, you know, the person in front of me would know. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, whatever messages and guidance that they have. So that's where my work really started out. And then yeah. from there, it started to evolve and grow into healing and um, supporting people with their own healing, mm -hmm. supporting people with enhancing their own abilities. And then eventually I ended up just becoming so passionate about working specifically with female entrepreneurs and business owners to you know use their abilities so you know amplify become in tune with their intuition because i experienced growing my business like to six figures after my first official year in business without any like i never went to college i don't have any business background whatsoever i believe i'm like the first one in my family to even own their own business um wow yeah. i was able to do that by simply following and trusting my intuition and so i'm like okay more business owners need to use this like secret weapon this super powerful tool of their yeah. intuition which everyone has every yeah. single person yeah. has intuition and learn to actually take that fierce aligned action yes. on their nudges right and to not listen to the fear, the inner critic, the imposter syndrome, the self-doubt, all of those things that I struggled with my whole life, mm -hmm. those, those voices ruled my whole life. And that's what I was really getting at. I had a very negative mindset. I was super in the victim, yes. you know, like all throughout my teen years, even in my twenties, like, you know, with having kids and everything, I was miserable. I um, had a really hard time just appreciating life yeah so mm -hmm. developing my intuition really helped me um discover the value of using your intuition and being able to live in tune with it and um anyways so i used it first to support me in bettering my life and healing myself from so many different things and then I'm talking eating disorders, mm -hmm. CPTSD, anxiety, you know, and I have ADHD as well. So listening to those nudges has supported me in so many ways. And then I brought it into business 
experienced incredible results and then now here i am like that's how i support business owners with the most amazing tool and it's inside them it's not anywhere else it's inside of them so there's my long ass story i'm sorry that was so freaking oh my long. god no i'm obsessed i'm obsessed i literally like it's wild to me like i don't know i don't even know where to begin it's just wild to me that you yeah it, it's like we are just so bogged down with with this fear of fitting in you know, this fear of being accepted and, um, you know, it's just like thinking of you as a child, I can completely empathize and think of my own, like I was very much very similar as a child, like just very sensitive and just wanted everyone I love to be happy and just wanted to like, you know, and we just take some, we just, but somewhere along the way, it just becomes this, this fight or flight response of we just need to do whatever we have to do to survive and to fit in and to just not make any waves and just like we, we we're just yeah just searching for safety and we just we we convince ourselves that safe means just sort of like almost just following the crowd and just doing what everyone else does but really what you're doing and what i feel like i'm doing with my work same thing it's just like it's empowering women to understand that you are your savior. You are your own guru. You have the answers. You know you best. Like, fuck all the rules. It's just like, <laughs> stop. Like, you know, it's what's it's what's stopping us from thriving, having successful marriages, relationships, feeling like good mothers, like really, you know, successful in business, everything. Yeah. And so I, I wrote down, um, you know, you've mentioned your nervous system being so like off the charts. And I don't even think people like even understand, you know, sometimes what this even means, like to be have your nervous system, you know, be dysregulated and just how, whoa, <laughs> swing and he just like threw his toy. He's clearly happy. He's like, you want to be over here. I know um what for people women listening to this that are kind of maybe like what are they talking about what what are some symptoms of like nervous system dysregulation mm, so anxiety mm -hmm. not being able to just be and sit with your own thoughts and feelings you're constantly doing and giving and avoiding just again like being with your own self um and just having yeah having a really hard time with that because it's basically like when your nervous system is is activated and you're constantly in fight or flight it's like mm -hmm. your brain thinks you're being chased by a tiger so you're like constantly keeping yourself busy not realizing that there's there's a part of you there's alarm bells going off inside of you telling yourself that you're not safe mm -hmm. and that you know you're, you're not safe <laughs> and so when you're feeling that when your nervous system is activated you're you're feeling like you know you're not safe even if again you don't realize it it's so hard to hear your intuition it's so hard to um feel peace inside of you yeah. um it's hard to you, you know you can't create and and be in flow and 
and, and just like really be in your body, right? Yeah. And yeah. experience the the beauty of being in your body because you're in survival. You're not in, well, I'm here to thrive and flow and experience and love life. It's like, no, I'm literally just trying to survive. Yeah. Um, and I also noticed that like being a mom, it was so hard for me to enjoy my kids which is like so there's so much shame around that you know oh yeah um, guilt of course like it was so hard because oh sorry oh, okay we're back sorry <laughs> that's okay yeah. um noises were so triggering and um you know laughter and and kids playing and horsing around it was um overstimulating overstimulating yes mm -hmm. i was constantly overstimulated and then i would get trapped in these shame cycles and guilt cycles of like oh my god i'm the worst mother ever because i can't even like handle yeah. like, it's having fun and being joyful because there's something in my body that just feels makes me feel like i'm so unsafe yeah so yeah i'm curious if you have ever oh my god oh yeah it's wild because i i say like motherhood really broke me open because i've always had underlying anxiety which i feel like now for really truly was not so much clinical anxiety i feel like it really was due to this dysregulation that i had my whole life of really never truly trusting myself and always feeling like i was never enough and that constantly drove me to keep going and to do and overwork and um overachieve and never allow myself to really rest or even i mean i feel like it's so common even to just like I, yeah to just not even recognize what you do achieve i think that's one of the biggest things that um i think it's just normalized too is just like on to the next right we're just like taught to oh well good for you well on to the next goal like i remember graduating nursing school and everyone was already like applying for masters uh to, for their masters i'm like wait didn't i i just graduated i just got this job like can we like isn't wasn't this the point like we're here to be nurses like we're here and i really feel like that when i became a mom it was like now um having that mirror of reflection back to me from being now being um a caretaker of somebody else to see how out of like imbalanced i was but i didn't know it and my yeah my rock bottom came from motherhood and i really what drives me so passionately now is because i truly know i experienced postpartum but i don't i think at all like so much of my anxiety was dri driven from this lack of into of really truly knowing me and being in touch with myself and i wasn't giving myself what i needed at a basic level because i was just so focused on um so so stuck in that masculine mode and bogged down with um what I being the person I felt like I needed to be for everyone else. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah, I completely agree. I feel like it so much of what I feel like triggers us in motherhood is really trying a, a sign of where it is that we are 
we're not giving ourselves what we need. And that's why I'm so passionate about it because it does, it steals your joy. It steals your satisfaction. It steals your peace. It makes you constantly feel like you're failing. And, and you know, everything comes at a cost. And so what you were saying about that fight or flight, you know, that stress in your body, you know, I know now, like, you know, the thyroid issues I've had and just so many health, like I had what, um, it manifested for me in a ton of lower back pain. I, I could not get rid of this lower back pain after I had my first son. And I remember I started going to the chiropractor and it was probably a couple months of going and I was almost going weekly because I just would go and I would literally like within a day have, it would be back. And I remember him saying to me, finally, and he was like, you know, I can adjust you all. Like I can keep adjusting you, but it's not going to heal your back. I really think this is emotionally based. Like this is trapped emotion, you know? And it that, like the moment you're describing when you knew you were in a, that was like, boom, it hit me so hard. And to my soul of like, oh my God, every woman and every mother, every person on the planet, there's they're they're suffering because of things that are like they might not even be aware of. And they're just trying to treat it in a physical in the material plane but it's really something that's so much deeper so yeah Absolutely. completely completely agree i really think what you know and from i i love you what you're doing and i love it because you know it's really about teaching women to trust themselves you know yeah. and yeah. trusting them like trusting again that someone else's way or a rule or a strategy is never gonna it, it's not gonna work what it's like we really have have taken the individuality of ourselves away in society and like we just now it's just like we're just one big blob and we've really taken away the fact that we are all so different and we have we all have such different and you know we all have different gifts and different things to share and bring to the world and it doesn't matter what in what to what degree that is, it's about trusting that that is part of what gives you your soul that satisfaction, that yeah. you live the life that you really were called to live, whether that means being, you know, whether you're a stay at home mom or whether you are a speaker on stage or like, you know, like, or creating the next whatever you want to create. It's just like, it's really, it has nothing to do with that and everything to do with, am I living in tune with myself? Right. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And living, yes, like allowing your intuition to be the leader in your life, like you leading yourself and also knowing that authenticity is medicine for the world. Like yes. you being your authentic self yeah. is yeah. truly medicine for yourself for your business, for the world around you. Mm -hmm. And it took me so long to get to that point of realizing that because for so long, I was so afraid of people finding out their true me. Yeah, like my brain, my brain had literally convinced me that like, oh my God, like people, mm -hmm. if they knew, they knew like the true you, wow like that would just be the worst thing in the world even though right. i was always constantly over striving to be a good person to please yeah. others like so many you know things like that and um it took me a long time to 
drop the perfectionism and to just really own who I am because over time of like running my business and showing up in, you know, on my platform, um, I would start to like slowly let these vulnerable parts of me be yeah. seen. Yeah. I would start to like, it's almost like I would let the real me slip out mm -hmm. at, at certain times, like the awkward parts of me, the hot mess parts of me, the, um, <laughs> yeah. the just like truly like quirky and perfect parts of me. And people, were responding in ways I was not expecting. People loved those parts of me. They admired those parts of me. They were so inspired by those parts of me, almost like by me just owning how imperfect I am and how I just like do the thing imperfectly, yeah. even if I don't have it all figured out. It yeah. like gave other people permission to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So like, I would just, yeah, I would just own it and just do it and yeah. have it not be perfect. And yet it was perfect in its own way. And the fact that me giving myself permission was giving other people mm -hmm. permission, that is what truly like drove me forward mm -hmm. to keep going, okay, I'm just going to keep giving myself permission, knowing that this is medicine for all the people who are watching me do the thing mm -hmm. and just be myself. And um, it's just, yeah, it's wild. And it's so healing. No one talks about how healing it is to be mm -hmm. yourself and be accepted, to yeah. be yourself and that be enough. Yeah. That in itself is so healing. Mm -hmm. it's, that's freedom. That is it's just freedom. freedom. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Popped. <laughs> it's freedom. And I feel like that's what we all are chasing, but we're looking for it outside of ourselves. Yeah, that sense of freedom, like, oh, now I now I've made it now I can feel good now I can, you know, and I and I feel like, you know, you kind of have, you know, you mentioned when you had your daughter, like she was like that catalyst of like that made you want to, you know, love life again and to be your best self. For me, it was, you know, after having my son. And it, I feel like it's awful that some people have to have like such a rock bottom, you know, um, but I feel like hopefully in the work that you do, and I feel the same way about, you know, the work, the, sometimes I don't feel like everyone needs to have a rock bottom, or at least that's my wish and hope for the world is that not everyone has to get to that rock bottomy place, that dark place of feeling so so done so broken so over it that they there's like nowhere else to go but up you know um i hope that we can start to normalize the facts of how normal it is to be human how normal it is to be different and that is your gift you know that is what's going to make you the most successful most attractive magnetic all of the good amazing things are going to come when you stop fighting who you are and you start owning it. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's a journey for sure. It's a <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Is it ever? It's, I swear it's like a journey of just every day giving yourself permission. Right. And it's also you're releasing parts of you that aren't actually you, but that you've yeah. taken on over the years. I know for me, like, I took on so much that was 
never meant to be carried by me. And I just looked outside of myself to see, okay, what's going to be, what's going to make me accepted? What's going to get people to like me? What do they want from me? Right? Mm -hmm. So it's like unlearning all of that. Mm -hmm. And it can be so uncomfortable isn't even the word. Honestly, it could be just so like extremely painful um, sometimes when you realize like, wow, this isn't me. And then it's like, when you discover what is actually you, you kind of feel like you have the wobbly legs, you know, Mm -hmm. you're like wobbly legs and naked, like, oh, okay. Okay. Like I just, (laughs) I just need to like be myself and, and, and that be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting, yeah. It's when you were talking, when you, what you were just, what came through when you were talking was, um, that's really where a lot of my, I think my depression and loneliness came from was because when you're alone, you spend, when you're with people and you're so used to just being what you need to be. And then you go home and you're alone and you think about, you know, going to work the next day and doing it all over again. It's like, those are the moments where you you feel so like lost because you know, you hate the cycle, you know, you hate, you hate what you're doing, but you don't know what to do. Like, you don't know how to get out of it. You don't know how to, because you don't know who you are. You've never really allowed yourself to to experience who you are or own who you are and yeah and it's so scary when you are so trained and so good at you know wearing that one mask that when you take it off it's like damn you know the whole world see who you are i definitely feel like entrepreneurship is um is living is experiencing that for the world to see i think it's like experiencing it's an initiation yeah <laughs> it's an initiation let's call it what it is <laughs> it's like an initiation into healing and yeah. you don't expect that because you're like i just want to sell these services <laughs> i just want to help people i'm gonna have my own business you don't realize parts of you're gonna be ripped off yeah and uh <laughs> Like you don't, you don't know that. No one talks about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, did, oh, you signed up for spiritual awakening. You signed up for soul healing. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Basically, everything. Like, yeah. Be prepared because. Yeah. <laughs> but in the end, I feel so like how oh, like thank okay. God, thank God, and yeah. I feel like you're pulled to it. You're pulled to it for a reason. Like it's a calling. It's a calling. You're being called to step up and to pursue this mission, to be of service in a way that you, like your soul was put on earth to be of service. You know, you have these like unique gifts that are, Mm -hmm. are unique to you. There's a reason you have the personality you have. You have the flaws you have. You've had the challenges and experiences you've had which then gave you the wisdom you currently have. Like there's, it's mm-hmm. so much bigger than us and so much bigger than we could ever know. Cause you know, we're humans and we're just figuring it out as we go. But yes, it's like, it's just, it's wild, you know? And, and when you choose to pursue this call, it's, it's so much 
easier not to like trick people into thinking it's going to be easy i just mean it's it's easier than it would be if you didn't have your intuition right so when you have your intuition you use that and you allow that to lead you instead of the other noise the other hot garbage that's what i call it the, mm -hmm. the imposter syndrome the fear and all that if you could listen to your intuition instead and practice that that will lead you and you don't have to micromanage you don't have to control you don't have to like force or it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be really really hard you just oh, need to listen and trust yeah. it's <laughs> and, wild how easy it gets to be when yeah. you when you when i say hard everyone i mean it's not, <laughs> it's not not worth it hard it's the heart of yeah it's the heart of love choosing to love yourself it's it's yes. the of choosing that's to, hard <laughs> yeah to accept or see to witness the parts of you that maybe you've been hiding from or maybe you haven't accepted i think yeah i think a lot of i think that's something that i need to say too is like you know i i really do think that we i know i talk so much about self-love but i i don't think i it, it's said enough how much it's also just self-acceptance it's just yeah. like you you know me loving the parts of myself that are quirky and weird and <laughs> imperfect and you know none of us are perfect but it's just like you know like it's it's uh it's loving my past it's loving every mistake i've had or you know accepting every mistake i've made you know uh forgiveness you know it's really it's it's all of that and that can be so hard and i find like i'm so thankful and it's so much easier to do that when you have guidance you know like to work with someone to help you support you give you the tools to help regulate your nervous system to help you know with that reconnection because then like when you can get to the other side of that when you can start to move through that to 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 endure through that growth period to realize how easy it gets to be oh no we're just struggling here when you realize <laughs> how easy it doesn't have to be so hard you know it right. doesn't have to be so hard and and things can happen oh no things happen really fast mm -hmm. when you follow the the nudges and versus the 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 ego the fear the conditioning whatever um it's wild like even you know me messaging you i know i mentioned this already but it's like it's just the, you'll get the proof you'll get the little proof and the little proof builds up to the, the big muscle of that you know that your way is the best way and your way is your intuition is guiding you to something even better than you you ever thought absolutely i totally agree yeah well i really i want to keep talking <laughs> i have so much i would just love to say and just you know i love oh, natasha your story is just amazing uh you truly are just gifted and i mean i know it's so wild too because um when we did your reading it was like oh my god it was just like <laughs> so there just in your face well duh yes this is what you're here to do this is your gift like but i mean for you to just for have it to um the way that you have allowed yourself to transform it and the way that you've brought it into surface of others and you've helped so many people including myself again like 
barely knew you, right? And I just feel your energy. So I completely agree with everything you said. Everything. The more that you are yourself and the more you are helping others to be their authentic self, it is medicine and it's healing and it's inspiring. And it's, yeah, it's, it's the work that needs to be done. So I'm so thankful that I just kind of get to know you and be in your world. So how can other people find you? How can they learn more about you, get in your world, work with you, all of those things? So um, people can find me over on Instagram. That's typically where I'm hanging out and posting all the random things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's um, at Hot Mess Medium. And then I also um, have a lot of Oh my God, my mind's blanking out. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes that happens very spontaneously and then I just need to take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. And then you can also find me on my website, hotmessmedium.com. I do sometimes do live mediumship demonstrations for free over on my Facebook page, which is Natasha Mac Hot Mess Medium. Um, a live demonstration is super cool because I, I go on and I do random um, readings for the people in the audience, like who are who are watching and listening. And so those are really like a great way to just see how I work and, mm -hmm. you know, to experience it for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I still offer evidential mediumship readings and one on one sessions, things like that. Um, and that's yeah that's like yeah. what's new in my world i'm always posting updates and stuff on instagram oh and i also have my own podcast hot mess medium everything is just hot mess medium there we go yeah <laughs> just just find me on hot mess medium no i um, love it very streamlined yes. <laughs> it's perfect yeah yeah we'll have i'll we'll have all the details in the show notes <laughs> and the links and all the things but yes you have like who can ever forget hot mess medium? I just love it. It's so, so good. Oh, Natasha, I love you. Thank you so much for being here and chatting with me today. I'm like, yeah, I loved it. I love you. Thank you so much for everything. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And um, yeah, I just, I just adore you. So thank you. Oh, thank you. All right. Bye, everyone.